Grief touches every life and tests every heart. Even when we prepare for grief, it often knocks us to our knees. We are the Time with Giants show. Join us as we connect with giants of the faith who are experiencing the power of God in the midst of chaos. Whether your life is going great or you are in the middle of that chaos, welcome to our show. Well, hey, welcome to Time with Giants. We're so thankful that you have joined us today, and uh, and I am excited about our show today. We have uh, one of my college roommates that I'm super proud of. Uh, he is on with his son, and I think it's super cool, Emily, that I get to be on with my daughter. It's pretty fun, talk, Dad. Talking to Jeremy and Will Kubicek. Before we jump in, I just want to thank our uh, one of our sponsors. Uh, we are trying to highlight a sponsor every every time. And and uh, Emily, tell us about our sponsor. We are so thankful for Fire Blankets USA for sponsoring us. Um, they have created a fire blanket for electric vehicles um, because electric vehicles they're new, and so sometimes they can catch on fire, and so these fire blankets can put it out. Um, and so we're hopeful that. All vehicles that are electric can end up with one of these blankets in their car. We're thankful for them sponsoring us. Hey, so it's going to be a great day. I want to jump right into our, our guests today, Jeremy and Will Kubicek. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. And hey, tell us a little bit about you guys and just kind of uh, your story, because you are giants of the faith. Jeremy, I've known you a long time. Tell us about yourselves. You know, my company's called Giant, too, so it's really perfect you know it's a great tie-in here now uh well first and foremost um i had the privilege of really what how would you say it chris was i your moderator was i your chaperone through college you know you know jeremy here's the thing you are a national you're an international leader and i am convinced that the reason that you became such a great leader is that our roommates were so hard to lead and and so I just think we're going to take credit for that because we were a bunch of strong-willed guys and we lived together in a small apartment and you were the one that tried to channel us. <laughs> no, I was the one who was responsible for rent. That was it. That was just pressure. You were responsible for everything. Will, he had this stick that he would say, hey, you can't talk unless you have this stick in your hand and we would get the stick and throw it across the room. That didn't, that didn't last long. I was trying different things. So, no, for all of you listeners, I do have the privilege of, of watching Chris Wall's life and who he is now is who he was then. He's consistent. He loves the Lord. He, he has a desire for other people to know the Lord. Uh, and he's also hilarious and full of uh, laughter as well. So, and a really good guitar player. There was a lot. There was a lot of good things with Chris Wall. And I'm privileged to be here with my son, Will. Will's a stud, and so it's fun. Now, I, uh, our life is, we've basically been in the business world. Uh, when I was 21, I moved to Russia, and I used business as a platform for influence. And then I've just been on this journey to learn how to do that. That's the process that I've been uh, in, which is how do I 
how do I let the world fund me to influence it? And so my business, without going through all of my resume, which would be kind of boring, but my businesses have been to use publishing and to use really relational intelligence to help uh, take people on a journey to self-awareness so they can see the holes and you know really um, come to light with spiritual or uh, self-awareness or really become the person they've always wanted to be but have never known how to be. We have a number of companies and then years ago, I mean a couple of years ago, Will and I, uh, Will came to me and said, hey, let's start a company and uh, I'll let him explain uh, how we did that and even what that was about. But I've just been on a journey, Chris, of learning how to be intentional, uh, learning how to step into my identity and my superpowers and my calling. And I, I let the world fund me on those things. And then I help people do that. So we have about a thousand, like 975 consultants around the world that we train uh, to do what we do inside companies of all sizes. So that's a quick summary. That's cool. And you're also a best-selling author. I mean, you've written some incredible books that our staff has used and Owasso Public Schools are using. Um, uh, your five voices. I mean, I texted you a picture the other day. I have on a sign on our doors and all of our offices that, hey, we're in fifth gear. Don't don't interrupt me. Five gears. And so I, as listeners, I really would love for you to check out what Jeremy has written. Uh, you can uh, yeah, okay. find those things. And we have a new... We have a new book coming out one month from today. So the communication communication code is our next one. Awesome. So Will, would you tell us a little bit about this, what you and your dad have been creating? So what we've created is uh, six summers, and it's really based off of uh, what my what he did with me, apprenticing me, and really flipping that switch from accidental to intentional to want the best for me and launch me well into life. And so he created this almost apprenticeship track uh, for all of us kids, my two, my older sister and younger sister, uh, to really make the most out of the time we had left uh, and really understand, you know, our personalities, our emotional intelligence, how we react, how we uh, really operate uh, and and be able to communicate at a deeper level and have fun while doing it. And so we f saw a need a couple of years ago uh, from a group of dads that were like, we are so hungry, we don't know what to do or how to do it. And so we created Six Summers, and that is uh, a membership community for dads uh, to really learn, grow, and overflow this knowledge and adventure to their families and put them back at the center of the household and really ultimately become friends with their kids after they leave the house. And so there's a bunch of different badges, experiences, conversations, and, and trips that we are involved in with these father's sons, fathers and families, uh, but truly the dad to help them be more intentional, know what it's like to be on the other side of themselves and launch their kids well. Tell me about the six summers that that's like intentional, like during their, their teenage years. Is that correct? Tell us about how you got to six. Yes. yes. So the six summers are those summers between the ages of 13 and 18. And so stepping into manhood or womanhood at 13, all the way up until you're leaving the house to go to college, do life, um, whatever that, that looks like for their family. 
and it's based on Luke 252, you know, Jesus grew in wisdom and knowledge and, and grew socially, mentally, physically, just spiritually, the whole bit. And so the deal is, is like, there's a lots of good programs in discipleship, but it's also, do you know how to change a tire? Do you know how to start a business? Do you know how to uh, use tools? Do you know how to cook 10 meals before you leave? to uh, fund things as well. So we're focused on adventure experiences and going, use adventure, use experiences with your kids to help apprentice them and train them. And so we're really training dads on how to be more intentional through this process. You know, I love this, Jeremy, because, you know, when I think about the American culture and we're entrepreneurial, that's the heart of America. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna figure something out. And so often I've watched in my, my lifetime has been inside the church as a, as a, an office in the church, but, but in that spiritual influence, I've watched, I've felt the temptation personally as a pastor and seen successful businessmen that have been incredible at business, but overlooked their home, you know, overlooked their children. I love what you're doing here, pushing fathers and mothers to be intentional influences in the home. Sometimes I think it's accidental. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, some of those intentional influences. I know you said like using a hammer, budget, yeah. those kind of things. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, so for me, it was a realization that I was being accidental to my family, almost like abdicating to Kelly that she would take care of the kids and I would take care of money. And that's, I think, a traditional for a lot of men in particular. And I had this wake up of like, do, who do I want to be for my kids? And so I moved my, the dimmer switch on my back from accidental up to intentional. And I started to learn how to be intentional. And I put that next to this verse, Mark 419, but the cares of the world, the delight and riches, the desire for other things, enter in, choke the truth and prove you unfruitful. That's the general construct of that, right? And I didn't want to be unfruitful. So I just went, really hard into like what do my kids need to learn and then as they got older i was like okay between 16 and 18 what do they need to learn what's the iq they need to learn uh what's the emotional intelligence they need to learn what how do they hear hear from god uh what are the things i want to pass on and leave with them almost as if it was my legacy like you're leaving home forever here you go let's make sure you know how to have meals let's make sure you know how to budget Let's make sure you know how to handle emergencies and let's make sure you know how to start a business. So all our kids had to start a business at the age of 15 and inside six summers, we, we push that to go. If your kids are 15, start a business because they'll learn so much by doing it. And so what we're doing is we're, we're leveraging and using the everyday parts of the world to help give dads opportunities to train their kids and or to connect with their kids. And so Will has done such an amazing job. He's running this full time and we're building this membership and we're basically, and it's a hundred dollars a year. It's nothing. We're like, let's eliminate costs just to be a member. And you get access to all of these tools and all of these badges and things to do with your kids. And then if you want to go on an adventure experience, that's above and beyond, but that's what we're doing at six summers. I really love what you've done with this curriculum because I'm a parent. Uh, I have a toddler. She's one. She's crazy and so much fun. Um, but my husband and I are really trying to understand and pray through how are we going to raise her up to send her out? 
Um, I think that's something that our culture can miss a lot of the time is that we're raising our kids to send them, not raising our kids to keep them. And so, you know, I'd love to be in the same community someday. I live in the same town as my parents now and free babysitting. Awesome. Highly recommend. But they sent me and I they prepared me as best they could to face the world. And so I love this idea of a, a checklist of things to help parents, especially dads, look through what have I taught them and what am I lacking in teaching my kids? Um, because we want to send them well. We want them to be able to thrive in the world outside of our home once we once they leave it. So, Will, how did your dad shape you? Like, Because really what makes you good at this is you, um, you possess this, this influence. You have this life that's been influenced. How has your dad influenced you as you grew up? I mean, I think it, it goes back to, you know, me as a 10 to 12 year old, almost all the way up to 16, not even realizing that he was influencing me. But then after I leave the house, you know, looking back and being like, oh, I see this part of my dad in me. I see this part of my dad in me. And so I think the the biggest thing was watching him shift from that accidental to intentional, but also the way he understood me and who God created me to be rather than who he wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge part is he let me know that he was so for me, uh, you know, had the amount of support and challenge and provided this uh, almost just world for me to live in that opened up this whole new space of self-awareness, knowing myself, knowing him, and really just doing life together. And so we're very opposite, uh, just personality-wise. The biggest part was him recognizing that early and adjusting the way he communicated, the way he led the way he experienced with each of us, not only me. And so I think that is the biggest part is his self-awareness influenced me the most because even, you know, now I'm uh, last night, I had an awesome conversation with dads talking about the exact same thing. You know, I don't know how to connect with my kids. I don't understand them. And so I think the biggest influence was him understanding me and adjusting what he did, what he was doing to launch me well. And and what we did from that, you guys, is that we we used our own uh, content. So we created the five voices uh, with Steve Cockrum, he and I. But we used this language of understanding personality to go. Well, Will's a guardian. Oh my gosh! And Kelly's a guardian, my wife, and I'm a connector. And we took you know what was from Myers Briggs and we simplified it so that kids can understand it. And that's part of this as well. You learn this inside six summers. So imagine if you learn what your who your wife is, you 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 know it intuitively, but now you've got language to it. And now the two of you work really hard to know each one of your kids. So I have a creative daughter in Tulsa, I have a guardian a son, and our youngest is nurturer. Well, all that's done. It's like uh, you know how plants plants give you the card, and plants say, "Here's how much water they need." Here's how much air, you know, sunlight they need. That's all it is, is we've figured out what our kids, how much water they need. How do they want to be talked to? How do they respond under pressure? How do they deal with stress? Once we knew that, we adapted to them, not forcing them to adapt to us. You know what? And I, that yeah. was a 
I love this, Jeremy, because, you know, when you think about a parent, it, it is our job to know our kids and then and, and understand, and what I would say as a, as a follower of Christ, to understand how God made them and how God has called them into the world. And so often as parents, we want them to be just like us. So Jeremy, when you noticed that Will was different than you, uh, how did you just foster that? How did you uh, appreciate that rather than resent that? So I we we work under the premise of know yourself to lead yourself and under high support high challenge. It's the support challenge matrix. Our kids need support. They also need challenge. If you bring all support with no challenge, then you create a protecting helicopter parent culture. If you do all challenge with no support you produce a dominating culture. So it was, I was learning how to calibrate at the same time, but what does Will need for me? Man, he's so hard headed, he's so strong. I mean, this was like a 10 year old boy because he's a guardian and he's very logical. And so I had to learn, how do I, how do I help him? I need, how do I bring support to that? Versus I have to, I have to break his will. And that's what a lot of dads are like, you got to break his will so they'll listen to you. And I'm like, that's how they resent you. So how do I then bring enough support to him? And what does support look like? And then what does challenge look like? And I realized the aha was, Will's harder on himself than I am on him. So I shouldn't double up on dominating that I need to be careful with my challenge because he challenges himself. So let me encourage him not to dominate himself. And I just learned how to motivate him and how to connect with him. And I started to relax and stop trying to win. Uh, I, I basically started to learn how to partner with him. But every child's different. And that's the, the thing. If you can figure it out and solve, it's almost like a code. You figure out that code per child, all of a sudden you start connecting and then you practice that and, be, and then you stay consistent. I think that's the other thing. I finally stayed consistent with Will. So he knew what to expect from me. So is that fair, Will? Yeah, that was a oh, great yeah. answer. Spot on. Oh, I guess you were asking Will, not me. But that, that was really clear. So great job. <laughs> I just wanted to ask, how did you, as a father, realize that you needed to apply what you had been doing in your career with leadership and inspiring and relationships in your home? You talked about the switch flip. Um, so how did you apply that specifically? You know, you see things work. What we do uh, at Giant, we created visual tools. Uh, Jesus used parables. We created tools to match the 21st century learning style of adults because most adults are cynical know-it-alls and they don't read anymore. So we're like, well, it, it works. At, it, it should work at home. But our kids were just coming to the age where we could use it versus us feeling like we're forcing it on them. So we just would try stuff. And a lot of times we wouldn't even show them. We'd just do stuff and then see if it worked. I'm like, hey, that worked. And then we would talk about it. But to be honest, Emily, the biggest thing was Kelly and I, my wife and I getting on the same page. Hmm. And that took years of, of her and I using the same common language. And when you both use the same common language and when you're both humble enough to learn your children and start learning how, what support looks like and challenge looks like. So Kelly and Will, they're the same 
Will's a guardian pioneer. Kelly's a guardian nurturer. That guardian first voice, the first personality, they're really, really tight, and they work really, really well together. Will and I are nemesis voices. But my wife, her nemesis voice is the creative, which is my oldest daughter. And they would have such a hard time connecting. And I was always the connector. I was always the one to make sure. So what we did was we just kept practicing. Hmm. But our intent was we were fighting for the highest possible good of our kids. And then once you start having a tool, so we'd start with the sport challenge matrix. Like, that works. Know yourself, lead yourself. And we started adding these tools. Well, now we've got that in six summers. We're training dads on these tools and parents. And if they'll use the tools, it does the heavy lifting of parenting. It's objective, not subjective. And so that's what we've just, we finally packaged. And Will was like, hey, dad, let's package this and give this to dads. So this was all Will doing that. He's been pulling for me and packaging what I did with him. So Will, where, how, tell me how you got this idea to go, hey, let's, this is valuable that the world needs to know this. Yeah, because I'm impressed. You don't have kids yet and you're ready to train dads because of how well your dad dadded you. So yeah, that's how did good, you come up with that? That's a good term, dadded. <laughs> I love making hey, up words. That's, that's a good term. I mean, I, th- I think Six Summers has definitely formed into what it is today. We started doing trips. And so we had a group of dads come to us and want to go on an adventure and package in what we did together. And so it was kind of a spur of the moment thing, but um, I always had the desire to own a retreat center where people could come and learn through experiences. And that's how I learned. That's how he connected with me as we would go and do something. And whether it was a hike, whether it was, you know, building an obstacle course in the backyard or playing in the creek, you know, it, it was just actively doing an experience and learning from it and so that's really where six summers came from is like let's go on adventures get dads out of their comfort zone in the wilderness in these unknown places and go and almost disconnect them from the sports work and school and all of this crazy chaos and and truly grow and so that's that's what's always worked i mean um i think just statistically getting people out uh, away from what's normal and what's comfortable. That's where growth happens. And my heart behind it was, you know, I would not be where I am today if my dad didn't make that switch. You know, we probably wouldn't be as as close. And uh, I I think that I get to be a really in in a unique spot because I'm not a dad, but I'm a son. And I get to be the middleman between those fathers and sons, fathers and kids and uh, create these incredible memories that'll last a lifetime and, and truly raise up the next generation for success and uh, you know just growth and self-awareness and all of these things that we are trying to instill through Six Summers. But also, they're going to have that, those amazing memories that they'll always remember and truly become friends with their dads. I love which, that. And, and a lot of dads live in regret of what they haven't done and then they see other people and like oh i can't be as good as them i wish we're like you know what it's never too late but it's also like start now don't miss it don't miss those six summers wherever you're at even if you have two summers left so what we've done is we've then packaged all these tools so we have base camp for dads and they go through this process of self-awareness and the journey of being intentional and then we go into the badges the experiences that they can do with their kids whether it be 
learn how to cook a steak together, do a concert swap, uh, build a, a high adventure like uh, obstacle course, or uh, we then have the last, which is trips. Go on a trip, and we have people who we have a whole bunch of ambassadors that we go on trips with groups of dads, or you, we help you plan a trip, or you can go on one of ours. Uh, Will's, you've got Panama, you've got a sail fishing trip. Uh, we've been to Hawaii uh, with with Bethany Hamilton and her husband uh, surfing, where uh, the Soul Surfer was. We've been in Alaska, we've been in Canada. Uh, we've just done a lot of fun trips, um, and so that's that's how we kind of weave all those in to create these adventure experiences and help dads leverage them. So that's, that's awesome. Six Summers. So how can listeners find Six Summers? SixSummers.com, spelled out, S-I-X, Summers.com, and that'll have all of the information. You can sign up for a free account and learn more. All right, well, we're going to put that in the show notes and and definitely want sixsummers.com. And I want our listeners to check that out. You know, guys, I just am so grateful for you. Uh, I'm so grateful for your time today. And what I love about what you're doing is you're bringing this intentionality to discipleship in the home. And and this is something that I, and, and, and just for our listeners, I, I just love to love Jeremy. I respect his, his walk with the Lord. You know, Will, I've watched you as a, as, I mean, I've known about you though, you know, Jeremy and I have been in different places. We've stayed connected since, uh, 1992, um, followed parallel paths of ministry and, and business and for him and, and ministry for both of us. And, and I just am grateful, uh, to see how the, the young man you've become, and Jeremy, I'll tell you, I've watched your children, and uh, and it's worked, my brother. And uh, you've raised some incredible kids that that are are making incredible contributions. And and it's such an honor to have you both today. Any last word uh, for our listeners today from each of you? Yeah, um, I think speaking to dads, it's like it's it's not too late to start being intentional with your kids, and the work you put in now, the the things that you sow now with your family, you'll reap the rewards in the end. And I think that's what we're experiencing right now. Awesome. Coop. For mine, it's it's all of that. It's just it's uh, this idea of learning to liberate and be liberated brings support and challenge to yourself. If you're a dad listening to this or a spouse, it's you're getting past dominating yourself. Don't partner with the enemy to sabotage yourself but to call yourself up into who you could be. And that's the beauty of this whole thing. We're just bringing a lot of hope by giving people practical tools. Uh, but my last word, it's kind of funny. I'm wearing my Oklahoma football shirt. And, and Chris, knowing that I grew up an Oklahoma State fan, and I'm about to get on the team with the team to fly down to Texas. And uh, actually, now I get to, to serve. One of the roles that I play is serving the, the OU football team. And OU athletics as a whole—it's just really funny how that you um, are a lifelong cowboy, which is funny. And 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 so now both of you and I are typical OU fans. We didn't go there, uh, unlike Will, <laughs> unlike Will. But because uh, you actually you were an OU athlete, uh, which is super cool. I followed your your journey and and uh, but y- you know I- I'm thankful for both of you and. Um, and you know, it's, uh, it's fun to have Jeremy, you and your son on today. And, 
and it's fun to be here with Emily. I love her. You know, my son uh, writes an original song for every podcast, and uh, and I'm excited about the song that he's going to write for this one. It's almost like I need to throw out an idea of a reverse Cats in the Cradle something. Uh, Will, you uh, probably, do you even know that song, Cats in the Cradle? Uh, Will, are you too young to know yeah. that song? Do you know that? Okay, Emily knows. Only because of you. Right, right. So I've busted <laughs> out that song. But uh, Emily, you want to uh, close us out? Anything about Eric? No, we're grateful for his music. And so stay tuned for the end of this episode to hear his song. Jeremy and Will, we're so grateful you were on our show today. Thanks so much. spirit's heavy and my soul is weak and Lord I can't carry on unless you carry me and Lord I don't understand like you
So I know you will win tomorrow. So I will go and I won't fear. And even though I am in the shadow, I will trust that you were with me here. Thank you for joining us today. Remember, following Jesus does not keep us from tough times, but he is faithful to walk with us through them all. You can trust God even when it's hard to see his hand or hear his voice. As always, our prayer is Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may overflow with hope. Help us out by subscribing to our podcast and sharing it with others. To be a monthly supporter, click on the link in the show notes or go to our website at aliveforthfollowing.org. See you next time on Time with Giants.